Hello, friends. Hello, 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 friends. A tradition unlike any other. Oh, 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 my goodness. In your life have you seen anything like that? There it is. Adam Scott, a life changer. Mashed potato. Here it, here it, here it, here it comes. Just before we get started, a word from our friends at Future Golf, the official golf club partner of the 19th Tee Podcast. Future Golf is Australia's largest golfing community for younger players, providing access to some of Australia's very best courses. Your membership includes free rounds, over 90 discounted green fees Australia-wide, a free professional lesson, an ex-golf simulator session, and of course, the all-important Golf Australia handicap. The best part, though? definitely the price with packages starting at just $24.95 per month it is the very best value golf membership you'll find plus listeners of this little podcast get a further 10% off with any future golf membership with the promo code the 19th t that's t-h-e-1-9-t-h-t-double-e and what i will say druids is the folks at future golf have been fantastic in the current crisis all current members will have their their full 12 month membership uh, granted, once golf recommences in each of your states, if you're signing up to a new membership at the moment, same deal. If you can't play, say if you're in Victoria and you're jumping on board with a new membership, then you'll have your full 12 months once golf resumes. They've been fantastic in honouring their memberships in the current crisis, so they deserve a big pat on the back, but there's certainly no reason not to jump on board with Future Golf at this point in time and save yourself a bit of cash, the 19th D promo code, that 10% off any new membership. So if you're looking for a place to play without the jacket and tie, Look no further than Future Golf. Head to www.futuregolf.com.au forward slash join. And don't forget to use the 19th T promo code for an extra 10% off. Future Golf, play your way. Welcome back to the 19th T podcast. Nathan Drudy and Kieran Marsh with you once again. Marshy, we do talk all aspects of the game and uh, you can't play golf if you don't have a golf bag. And that's why we've got uh, the team from Vessel Golf on board. It's going to be an interesting chat, this one, I'd imagine. Absolutely true. It's one of the most, uh, if not the most important pieces of kit. Uh, it is, I think, often overlooked. People are more than happy to focus their attention on the latest in club technology or what's doing with the ball, but uh, everything's got to go into the bag, Droids. Uh, and as you say, <laughs> cannot play around without it. So really, really keen to uh, to pick Travis's brain about all things all things in the golf bag, particularly the, the different slant that uh, the team at Vessel take on it. Absolutely. We are, of course, talking to Travis McLean. He is the head of Australasia Sales for Vessel Golf Australia. Travis, welcome to the 19th Tee. G'day, guys. Thanks for having me. What's your connection to the game, Travis? Take us right back to the very beginning. How did you get involved with golf? Well, I'm a golf lover. My dad uh, played off uh, scratch to two for about uh, 30 years uh, back in the day, back in when Pro Sim and uh, golf clubs and golf bags was... uh, was probably the the top of the range, and uh, from there I'm 45 now. From there, when I was a young fella at five, and uh, grew up through golf, and uh, yeah, I just love uh, love chasing that little white ball around, and uh, and lo and behold, I'm now into the golf industry. Well, that's right. It's uh, it's it's taken you. Uh, how did that How did that come about? When did you realise that you could, I suppose, turn your passion for the game and and chasing the little white ball around into a career? Yeah, we always um, always love golf, but uh, I think our our journey probably started around about um, maybe uh, say about seven years ago now. Um, 
with um, we started to uh, customize our own golf bags for our corporate clients um, and we thought well it went that well we decided to make a business out of it so the custom golf bags international group started and uh, uh, we found find ourselves uh, in the UK in the US and also Australia uh, under the brand uh, custom golf bags Australia and so then what was the transformation in that story to vessel Travis, how do we have yeah, we well, um, some golf bags to, to, to the rebrand or, or the new brand Vessel? Yeah, with the um, um, heading across to the PGA show in Atlanta um, all the time, I was uh, lucky enough to um, make some co- contacts and uh, connected with uh, Ron, who is the, uh, the owner of Vessel out of the US. And, uh, you know, um, I'm from the Gold Coast and um, I also own Custom Golf Bags USA. Um, in the US that goes really well. And um, we got talking and he, he wondered why this uh, curly-haired Australian from the Gold Coast was taking a lot of business off him in the USA. And uh, he in his backyard. So uh, yeah, after a long chat, we decided uh, let's not work against each other, let's work together. And with my knowledge of uh, you know, um, the customization area, we decided to uh, join forces and uh, with, with Vessel. So, um, yeah, so now I, I run the Australasian side of, uh, of Vessel, which is great. And uh, it is a luxury um, golf brand. And it's just given us some new, um, probably a new client um, client base to target now with, um, with, with PXG coming in, which is a luxury club maker as well. And uh, we actually, Vessel make PXG golf bags. So that's how um, the luxury brand um, is starting to spread. I was going to say, Travis, for people who might not be familiar with the Vessel story, how would you describe the brand? Because obviously, you know, a lot of a lot of brands do bags, but you've found quite a niche market. So for those uninitiated on Vessel, how would you describe it? Well, Vessel um, first really got its name in the golfing um, um, in the golfing circles when um, Jordan Spieth, his manager, rang the owner of Vessel and wanted um, a special golf bag. That was the A&T bag that he used for many years and to win the Masters on. And from there, it uh, it grew um, from um, you, starting with Jordan's bag and also then it came to making Tiger's bag. So Vessel has made Tiger's bag um, uh, for many years. And now it seems that uh, every top kind of golfing professional, if they're not sponsored by some of the major um, golfing brands, they use a vessel bag because uh, of the probably the, the quality of it and, uh, you know, it's got a, a luxury feel and luxury look about the bag. I don't think we've had anyone on the podcast who's been to the, the PGA merch show before. Tell us what that's like. That's a, that must be a very interesting experience to be amongst uh, some well, pretty heavy hitters in the golf world. Yeah, sure. Um, uh, you can imagine... Um, Probably, um, I'd probably say eight football fields all together, and um, you get lost. You walk all day, and no three days are the same because you spend uh, a full day in some sections, some in the sections you don't even see. So um, there's a lot of walking, um, and there's just everything and anything about golf. And what I've seen over there about every old pro as well, they've all got this uh, coaching kind of. Um, uh, apparatus or technique and they're all trying to sell and uh, you know try to make some big dollars off that as well so but um, 
it is the it's the major of golf businesses over there. Um, anything and anything golf um, goes right around the world. So we deal in Switzerland now from the from the show in Germany. Um, yeah, it's a, a quite a, a broad range of um, of golf enthusiasts that um, uh, have now found that um, you don't have to use the um, the, the standard brands out there anymore. You know, you can get your own uh, company, your own branded golf bags on a good quality golf bag that actually lasts. The PGA merchandise show. Tell me, is aside from Vessel, who are doing wonderful things and pushing the boundaries, is there anyone out there that uh, that you really tickled your fancy? You walked away and thought, "Gee, this is uh, this is really interesting stuff." Yeah, the one uh, I looked at because you know, right around Australia, you know, everyone's got a movie theater. You know, and the use of space in probably say the US is um, getting smaller. Okay, so what I actually found is um, they're now bringing out a uh, projector which you can watch movies, and then you can switch it over, and that's a golf simulator as well. So you've got two in one. Some movie theaters have a certain amount of room, and then a golfing simulator is a flicks in the floor, and that's your little um, hitting mat in there as well. So yeah, dual kind of. Um, uh, dual kind of um, um, sporting equipment in your home with your movie theater and now your golf simulator. So that really kind of, uh, I looked at that and went, wow, that's, uh, you could have one of those in each home in Australia. Yeah. During the, uh, the times we're in now, it uh, might um, be worthwhile. Travis, the golf bag comes in many different shapes and sizes, whether it's, you know, as large and as fancy as a tool bag all the way down to a lightweight pencil bag, you know, single strap, back strap, and we've got, you know, individual compartments for clubs and we've got a couple of um, lined compartments. It's, it's a variety of different shapes and sizes, as I said. In, in your experience and, and where you go from a design perspective with Vessel, what makes a good golf bag? Well, it all comes down to probably the material. Um, we use a, um, we're probably the only company that uses a microfiber suede leather, um, very uh, durable and also um, hard wearing, also waterproof as well. Now, a lot of these golf bags you do buy off the stock shelf these days, yeah, they're only built to last, you know, say a year, year and a half. The reason why they're built to last a year and a half is because they want to sell you the actually the next model in a year and a half's time. And um, that's why you'll see a new golf bag coming out all the time. And, that's why you probably won't find um, vessel golf bags in your retail shop um, in Australia, except ours, only because, you know, our, our um, top of the range golf bag, it's worth $1,100. You know, when you've got $1,100 golf bag sitting next to the top of the range, it's um, tightless, which is probably $600. You, know, you can imagine which bag is going to move first. So we're actually a very kind of uh, unique um, kind of brand. Uh, that unique that we have our own showroom by appointment uh, up here on the Gold Coast that um, we've already been booked out for our first uh, first month. Um, but that just gives the um, the person that um, wants to buy that uh, the golf bag that um, matches their clubs. You know, most of these guys are spending you know five to eight thousand dollars on golf clubs these days, and they need a bag to match it. And that's where Vessel starts to match in with these PXG clubs and these high end clubs. Because uh, they've spent enough on the golf clubs, they want the bag to match. And who's your target market at present, and and has it been different to what you anticipated? Well, um, not really, uh, because we deal with a lot of the um, uh, casinos with their high-end 
um, high-end rollers and everything. So it's a it's a targeted market of actually who we dealt with, and you know, a lot of our customers that have come to us um, over the last probably say 12 months have seen the value and uh, of a vessel bag compared to their their current bag, and they're happy to pay that um, that say $1,100 for our top of the range bag because they know our bags. Um, are built to last. Some of the custom bags you get out there these days, you know, they only last probably about um, eight to probably uh, 15 months and then they'll start to wear. But our bags, uh, because of the, the technology, we've invested so much in the material and also how they're made, you know, they're lasting for, you know, three to five years before um, any wear starts to happen on them. And that's important on a golf bag because it jumps up and down on the back of a cart, you know. Um, every weekend and you'll find that uh, after a certain amount of time with these other bags, it wears a hole in the back where the strap goes. So I think um, and that's what you, 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 that's what you want from probably a, a premium brand or a luxury brand, something that um, they can back up um, the, the cost of the bag with, um, you know, the way the bag's made with material and also, um, you know, just the way they last. Tell us about uh, the the customization process because I suppose that is um, you know a really a really interesting part of what Vessel does. Tell us about that. Yeah, well, the customization. You know, um, we always say, "You dream it, we can create it." Um, anything can go on a custom golf bag. Um, we're just doing um, a lot of, a lot of celebrities at the moment. Uh, I'll take um, my good friend uh, Jimmy Cassidy, the famous jockey. With Jimmy, um, his nickname is Pumper. So we put uh, the pumper on the side with his, um, with his finger up. But what we did as well is, uh, you know, we understand that a, a, um, a custom golf bag is really personal to the person because really once you design it and make it, it's really a one-of-a-kind bag. And um, with Jim Cassidy, we put all the, his um, uh, achievements on the back of the, uh, back of the panel, um, all these group one wins and everything like that. So that's become... You know, it's, it's more like a, not a brag bag, but it's something mm-hmm. that, uh, you know, he's worked so hard to, you know, um, what he's done over his sporting career, but now he's, uh, he loves golf. And uh, every time he walks out in the golf course, you know, you can look at his bag and uh, smile that, uh, you know, he's an absolute champion jockey. Well, we'll look forward to the, uh, the, the 19th T1 that'll be out very short. No, <laughs> I'm, only, <laughs> I'm only kidding. Uh, the, the store that you've opened up in Queensland, it's by appointment only. Uh, we were having a chat on the phone. Uh, about a fortnight ago and you were telling me that it's gone absolutely gangbusters. Uh, I assume that you must be very pleased with how that's all happening. Yeah, you know, we've had um, some people from South Australia, Melbourne, also Sydney, uh, book in uh, for a half a day. Um, When they see the showroom, um, uh, it's everything vessel, um, everything they've seen and and, uh, wanted, and it's all at their fingertips now as well. So... We have a little boardroom that actually sits next to the um, uh, to the showroom. Uh, we sit in there first and have a nice uh, cup of coffee and work out what uh, what they need. Some of them are planning for events um, in the future that want the kind of high-end product as well. And then after that, we walk in next door and, um, yeah, some <laughs> with their, their eyes light up like a kid in a candy store with uh, the amount of vessel products we have in there. And, um, and there's a lot of lifestyle products in there as well. We have... Um, we did do a lot of the, the, back, the backpacks for the Presence Cup. Um, I've got a funny story about that um, that uh, I'll, I'll tell it. you about now. But, um, I was down in the um, – we did the Presence Cup bags and I was down in the um, in the merchandising tent seeing my girls that are working for me. 
And um, the, the guy that was looking after the US team, he said, oh, it rang me. He said, oh, Trav, um, I need, um, I need uh, two backpacks for Dustin Johnson. I said, oh, cool, cool. No, two USA backpacks. Because uh, what we did is um, we gave the garment bags uh, to, the, um, uh, to the players on the way over on the plane. The vessel got uh, garment bags and we gave the, the caddies or the, um, the backpacks. But would you believe it? On the plane, on the way over, all the players wanted the backpacks and the caddies wanted the garment bags. So they weren't swapping, no nothing. So Dustin uh, uh, didn't swap with his um, with his caddy. So uh, I got the chance to uh, grab two of the um, USA backpacks and it was so surreal. Went up there and uh, gave them to Dustin Johnson. So uh, yeah, he was cool. So that's a bit of a, bit of a fun set, fun set. Did he talk your ear off? Because he's because he's not really known as <laughs> as a chatterbox. No, I'll, I'll tell you that. And then, uh, as I was up there, um, uh, the guy walked down. and said, "Oh, Patrick Reed um, uh, would like a couple as well." And uh, I said, uh, oh, "They're actually 500." And uh, he went back to Patrick. And Patrick being tied up, said, "No, I don't want any." <laughs> <laughs> Can you believe that? So, no, anyway. I'm surprised he didn't just pinch him. To be honest. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but that How was. Sorry, Travis. Yeah, sorry. I was just about to talk about the uh, the President's Cup, but um, yeah, I was just going to say, how did, it come, how did it come about? How did that uh, that 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 partnership? Yeah, well, I met um, I met Matt, Matt Lazinski from uh, the PGA a year before uh, up on a um, a sports agency um, conference here on the Gold Coast, and uh, I pitched him up the idea of that um, you know vessel, you know, tying in with uh, the President's Cup, and um, you know having uh because you know it's a very luxury um uh, tournament and all that kind of stuff so um and then after um you know a bit of backwards and forth um yeah i ended up um you know getting the approval to um uh bring vessel uh to the, the president's cup which was great so we've done all the team bags and um uh, for the us and also the international team and um, also the corporate uh clients as well they um got on board with the vessel brand and um yeah they all loved it and um you know, it was a uh, very kind of a surreal experience down there with um, with uh, the President's Cup, and uh, yeah, I enjoyed it. Tell us a little bit about the. I suppose you, you get the you get the gig for the the President's Cup. What happens then? I suppose there's a, a period of uh, design process that everything has to go through. Uh, I assume the captains yeah, well, are involved uh, around design. Yeah, that's right. I'm actually now licensed uh, with the PGA. That took. Uh, about three months to get through with so many different layers of the PGA Tour in America, which is great. And then um, we gave the uh, designs to Tiger and also to Ernie. And uh, that's when um, it took a little bit more time because Ernie uh, came up with a new logo um, that was actually shown this year, which is good. I thought it was great. And then uh, Tiger designed his bag, bag the way he wanted it. And then um, after the designs were signed off, we went to work with samples and uh, they all loved them. And then uh, after that, we went into full construction mode with uh, the whole of the, the President's Cup gear. And uh, yeah, which is cool. And in the huge merchandise tent that was at Royal Melbourne, uh, which I managed to frequent a couple of times, uh, you had the, the bags on sale and I believe that they flew out of the room. Yeah, we had, um, because uh, Drum and Golf, um, you know, um, special thanks to those guys, because uh, Vessel is not a, um, 
a product of um, uh, Drum and Golf. Um, Drum and Golf had the license for the for the merchandising tent, and uh, they were uh, very um, thankful enough. They gave me a little rack to actually um, put our stuff on, and uh, they um, so we decked it out in a vessel, and uh, we had all our bags there, and uh, yeah, we um, we end up um, we had a great couple of first days, and uh, people getting introduced to the brand, and uh, then uh, the it was actually quite funny because we had a lot of they had international um, putter covers and then the uh, USA putter covers. On the first day, when uh, the internationals started um, uh, started winning, all the international stuff would go. And then when it would turn the second day, it was so funny. All the USA stuff would go, <laughs> and then it was just like it was like a seesaw. But it, we'll see it in the merchandising tent seesaw. And then on the last day, um, as soon as the uh, actually day three when the internationals were up, that was a quite a big day for international stuff. And then. On the um, Sunday, yeah, as soon as the um, the uh, USA team looked okay, everything was USA, so um, which is pretty cool. Now, speaking of team events, Travis, I understand that there's another one coming your way, uh, originally scheduled for later this year. <laughs> You'll have a bit more time for production. Yes, yes. Um, yeah, we're in talks at the moment uh, with the Ryder, the Ryder Cup. Um, we uh, we got such a great response from um, all the corporate um, um, partners and uh, also the PGA of um, uh, what we brought to the table with Vessel with all the uh, the golf bags and um, all the um, luxury kind of um, travel bags for all their clients. Yeah, they gave us the opportunity to do, um, uh, have a look at the the Ryder Cup, which is good. Still in kind of um, uh, discussion at the moment, but. Um, I can tell you now that from the Presence Cup that I'll um, have uh, some exclusive uh, knowledge for you as well that um, uh, during the week um, we're just about to sign off on the um, the British Open. So I've got the um, vessel uh, will be the official bag of the of the um, uh, British Open, which is great coming up. So uh, you heard it here first, and you'll be able to. Um, uh, buy British Open gear through Vessel um, in however long this uh, this break takes us. But, um, yeah, that's quite a good um, scoop for us as well. That's fantastic news, Travis. It's obvious that you're getting quite a quite a bump from being at these major events and, and whether the, you know, whether the President's Cup is the epicentre of that or, or, or whether it's, you know, the President's Cup is just another step along the way of a, of a bunch of hard work. But it seems, you know, not just a bump in, in terms of, other corporate clients coming on board, but I'm sure it's well in, in, in broader sales as your awareness grows. Yeah, it sure is. And I guess that um, once people um, see, like Vessel's a type of product that you must see, touch and feel. Once uh, our, our corporate, we do an event and they see it, you know, it, um, these corporate clients and uh, some of them are the buying agents of future events as well just uh, ringing us straight away after the event and sort of how do we get involved? How do we team up um, for our event going forward? So that's been great for us uh, moving um, into, you know, because when you go to these events, you know, you want a product that um, people are happy, you know, you know, the prices always go up at um, the major events, They're happy to pay, you know, um, almost double for, you know, a, a, something that's uh, of value with the, say the, if it's the Ryder Cup logo or the, you know, the British Open logo on it. So people are happy to pay that and they want something they go back and, uh, you know, we give them the wow effect. Just before we jump on to another uh, event that 
may or may not be happening in in 2020. Are you finding that it's a uh, a younger group of uh, people who are who are getting involved with Vessel, or sort of what's that demographic kind of look like? You know, it. Um, uh, I've done a lot of figures and all our sales over the last probably say 12 months, and our youngest uh, Vessel um, owner has been 22. And our oldest has been 69. So, you know, it's, it's such a different brawl. Like the guy at 69, um, his name is, um, um, uh, he's from Melbourne and he, he bought one of our first uh, prodigy. Uh, who was the penguin off for Happy Feet? What was his name? The, the big little fat penguin, what's his I name? I have no idea. Um, anyway. <laughs> I'll anyway, uh, Google Lovelace. It. It, it was called Lovelace. Okay. So if you have a, have a look on our, um, our Instagram um, page, um, he wanted a black bag and um, uh, with Lovelace on the front of it. And uh, so what we did for him is we did this black custom bag with uh, Lovelace the penguin. And I didn't know that um, uh, he was um, of, uh, you know, a, a darkish colour, but he looked like a penguin. So that's why they called him Lovelace, because he looked like a penguin. So, um, yeah, that was quite... This guy was 68, so... Uh, you know, it was, uh, it was quite interesting. And as I said, we have some weird and wonderful um, uh, requests on custom golf bags. And at the end of the day, I always uh, uh, give my little uh, uh, design direction, but then I leave it right up to the person. Yeah. The, the golf bags, it's an individual kind of um, uh, piece of equipment that uh, people are happy to go to the first tee with something that... Uh, you know, it's a one-of-a-kind kind of golf bag that, uh, you know, they're happy to uh, show off in front of their mates. And uh, what we've actually found with the people that have bought a uh, vessel, uh, whether it's a stock bag or the custom bag, they've rocked up to the first tee with all their mates. And they've, uh, most of them said, Gee, what is that? I mean, where did you get that? So that, uh, they refer us back in, which is good. So we get a lot of return business from people and also their friends. And, um, yeah, so it's... Um, it's uh, been a great ride for us and, uh, you know, we're only, only getting bigger. And I think that next question uh, will be about um, you know, something else, yeah? That's exactly right. We're talking about the Olympics. Now, you can't get much bigger than the Olympics. But, I mean, <laughs> yeah. who knows when it's going to be taking place because we're recording this in late March. We're hearing that it's not going ahead in 2020, so who knows. But uh, the Olympics is a massive get for Vessel. Yeah, that's right. Well, it's, um, it's not new to us. Um, uh, four years ago, um, with uh, golf being at the Olympics, um, we did over, um, I think it was over about maybe um, 40 countries. Um, now, each country has about uh, eight bags um, uh, because, you know, there's only a certain amount of people that can play. Like there's, there's two two women, two, two men, a couple of coaches and everything. So, yeah, that's where we kind of really hit the mark with um, the Olympics, and uh, which was great. And... Uh, yeah, I've just um, finished designing the, um, the Australian bags for 2020. Um, but I think that uh, after today's um, announcement, we may be um, pushing that a little longer. But also the, um, what the um, Australian Olympic uh, Committee have done for me as well is because we get a lot of requests for Australian stuff and Australian bags as well. So um, they've allowed um, uh, Vessel Australia to um, be the only um, place to actually sell the Australian Olympic um, golf bags going forward. And these are, when you see them, they're mint. They're probably the best Australian bag I've actually seen with all the Olympic um, um, logos all over it. So they'll actually be the actual player bags and also their wood covers will be available 
um, going forward and there'll be a, like a run up towards the Olympics on the site. Um, so that just allows Australians to really get behind the Olympics, the golf and uh, it'd be limited edition. So yeah, they're pretty cool golf bags. Travis, what's the process been like working with the, the AOC and probably by extension the IOC because I think it's probably commonly known that in terms of commercial partnerships and the use of, um, you know, Olympic branding, it's incredibly stringent. Uh, you know, they yeah. protect they protect their brand almost better than than any other sporting body in the world. So, has it, is it a is it a less difficult relationship than maybe the perception is from the outside? Yeah, well, um, probably four years ago, I got a letter in the mail from the uh, Australian Olympic Committee, and uh, because someone. Um, customized a boxing kangaroo on one of my sites and I thought oh you know and then um, little did I know that the Australian Olympic Committee actually owned the boxing kangaroo and uh, they threw a little bit a bit illegal at me and said uh, no no you can't do that anymore and I said oh, you know just come through one of our customized sites so using that logo now on uh, on our golf bags I now have in the future, I'll have the license to do that with the Australians. But I found I found them really good to um, deal with. Um, well, we deal with um, uh, one of the uh, head buyers there, um, or, or that arranges all the kind of uniforms for uh, the Australian Olympic Committee. But um, you know, it's a big uh, it's a big business, and uh, you know, hopefully, um, looking down the future, we can um, you know get uh, get Olympics in. I guess. Nothing like a little cease and desist to lay the foundations of a beautiful working relationship moving forward, Travis. That's, that's, that's and uh, when I've spoken to legal, they, they did remember me and uh, they said, thank you, you've done all the right things. And uh, they haven't seen, but they must watch uh, you know, anything that they're boxing kangaroo on. I didn't know the Olympic Committee owns it after Bondi. Uh, Bondi must have sold it to them or something, I reckon. Well, you do now intimately. Hey, we've been we've probably been dancing around the topic, um, you know, for for a little while now through this chat. But what, if any, effect has the uh, the, the spread of of coronavirus had on on the business? Because I think that you know you may well count your blessings that you are in golf, being one of probably the the very few safe sports now with the ability to go out and walk at a safe distance to others out in the open, comparatively to most mm. others. So. What, uh, what, if any, effect have you seen uh, from the, the, the growing threat of coronavirus? Yeah, I think it's, um, it's, it's, it's going to hurt a lot of businesses out there. Um, the beauty about, uh, I guess, uh, Vessel and the longevity of it is um, Ron's father, the owner of Vessel, he owns the factory. Uh, we have 700 employees uh, with Vessel um, um, working in our, uh, in our factory. Um, it has... We had a shutdown. We had we did lose three quarters of them because uh, there was a scare in the street. Um, that's how. Then we're going back probably uh, probably four months now. Uh, that's probably the start of the year. That as um, soon as that happened, we knew that um, you know things would be tight. Uh, so what we did, we planned ahead for these types of events and um, ordered uh, a fair few containers full of all our gear uh, because we knew there would be shutdowns. Uh, going forward so um, it has we've actually seen a I guess everyone being home over the last probably so week and a half our um, online presence has gone through the roof um, with um, uh, inquiries people buying bags I guess um, um, people are um, having more time to themselves and they're looking up their golf gear but um, 
yeah, I think it's a worrying time out there. And, um, you know, we've just got to hang on. And, um, you know, people are always going to, um, you know, love the game of golf. Um, it's just whether the, uh, the luxury market kind of uh, halts for a little bit. Um, I know that uh, our California office um, has gone into lockdown. Um, so our uh, fulfillment centre over there um, is now closed, but uh, we're still shipping stuff out um, all around the world but on the skeleton staff. So, yeah, it has hurt us um, that way, but, you know, I think we're, um, we have a good place in the market now that, um, you know, uh, like anything, we'll just, um, you know, see what comes out the other side, try and deal with it, and then move on. You've got a few things on the horizon, just a couple of small events, i.e. the Ryder Cup and the Olympics, but what are the, what are the future plans uh, for Vessel Golf? Well, Vessel is, um, as I said, we have, um, we've just finalised the new showroom here on the Gold Coast, which is appointment only. Um, as soon as we launch that um, and the indication of um, the um, inquiries we got that, we were actually booked out for the first, uh, first month. Uh, we've now kind of um, um, had to... Uh, cease on just on those um, uh, by appointments only because of just the surroundings um, but I think that uh, the future for Vessel is um, you know we are uh, growing um, we are educating um, a lot of golfers now that um, you know everyone's got uh, one of the major brands uh, and everyone likes to be the same in golf when you walk into a golf course now how many tightless bags do you see and all that kind of stuff but um very rare you see a vessel bag and they're starting to filter out right throughout Australia. And that's um, been uh, really good for us on the markets uh, because, um, you know, it's a quality bag. And, you know, when you're spending, you know, $800 for a stand bag or $1,200 for a, um, uh, a tool bag, you know, you want to make sure that um, the bag is um, uh, lives up to its name and that's what it does, a vessel, you know, our clients or our customers just experience that luxury performance and that's what Vessel Golf's about. I'm now going to hand the reins over to you because this is your, your free plug on, on the 19th Tee podcast. Tell us where people can, can buy the bags. How can they check you out? Social media. I know you mentioned that things have gone a little bit quieter in the shop now, obviously with uh, everything happening around COVID-19, but how can they make appointments for that as well when uh, that's all up and running? Yeah, sure. Um, our website is uh, vesselgolfaustralia.com. Uh, uh, you can also find us on Instagram, which is uh, vesselgolfaustralia. Um, the best thing about it is uh, just DM the team. We're still uh, taking a lot of orders and shipping them all around Australia. Um, the best thing to do is, um, you know, uh, once you see our showroom is, uh, you know, uh, making a time and appointment when uh, everything's um, everything's uh, moving in the right direction and uh, you know it's uh, we are the Rolls Royce of golf and uh, you know people uh, sometimes that uh, want to experience something different and that's what Vessel brings to the table you know they experience that luxury performance from a, from our golf bag. Travis, you've been brilliant with your time. Uh, you've explained the Vessel journey and the product so so eloquently. I know you do it for a living, but you've done a, a great job of it. Hopefully one day we see a, uh, a 19th T podcast logo on uh, on one of the Vessel bags. Uh, it's been a lot of fun having a chat, mate. Thank you very much for joining us on the 19th T podcast. Thanks for having me, guys. <laughs>